Happy Tuesday, Purpose Peeps. I hope you had an amazing weekend. I just got on here really quickly to let you know that there is a gift at the end of this episode, so make sure you listen all the way till the end. everybody welcome again to the black girls with purpose podcast i am your guest host jessica ayers and today i have the pleasure of sitting down with a good friend of mine uh and her name is nikisha jackson and she is an illustrator she is an amazing mom she's all those things but i want her to kind of give us a little introduction of who she is so uh nikisha take it away hey jessica so first i just want to say Thank you for inviting me. Thank you and thank Bree with Black Girls with Purpose um, for having me and thinking of me. Uh, you know, when you first reached out to me, I was extremely nervous, to say the least, because you've been knowing me. And, you know, anytime it has to do with public speaking or performing, my nerves get really bad. Um, <laughs> but there was no way I was going to say no to you. And I'm, I'm very pleased and happy that you reached out to me. Oh, I'm um, grateful. Yeah. I think but, it's uh, it's so funny. I And I hesitated at first when I reached out. I was like... Now, I know this is last minute, and she'll be, she be like, ah, Jessica, now you know, I need about a week to get my mind right and to pray yes. about it, but I appreciate you, you coming on. Um, I think it's going to be a good time. So, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. I know, I know, and um, some that may follow you know that you're an illustrator, but um, just tell me a little bit about who you are, how you got started with illustrations. Okay. Um, just give you a quick version of who I am. I'm a freelance illustrator and elementary art teacher. I'm 39. I live in Dallas with my husband, Trey, and our six-year-old daughter, Skylar. Um, I love music, food, family, and creating God-inspired illustrations. Uh, the name of my business is Sky Heart Illustration. Uh, my goal there is to help make the world a more beautiful place by encouraging people to love God, love themselves, and love others. Um, and I do that through illustrations and random acts of kindness. And my vision is to see people pursuing their own version of kindness in their everyday walks of life. Oh, I love that. I love that. So how did you get started with illustrating? I know you didn't do that right off the bat. Did you out of school or was it? Mm, well, I've been illustrating drawing since I was eight, but I always considered it like a hobby. Um, by the time I reached college, uh, I thought I wanted to be a dentist. I was pretty dental. I went to Baylor. Um, decided that wasn't it. I transferred to A&M and went into physical therapy. Um, I enjoyed it, but discovered that that wasn't my true calling either. Um, and as the semesters rolled by and I was still, you know, sitting in uncertainty and just was trying to decide what I wanted to do. Um, I actually said, you know, if I want to graduate and graduate on time and do something I actually enjoy. And that was art. It's always been art. Um, and so I started looking into, you know, what they offered. And I saw that there was actually a career in art. I didn't think there was, you know, I saw the graphic design, I saw the illustration, I saw the the advertising and stuff like that. So that got me interested and I started pursuing that, which is um, what I did. I graduated with a degree in design communications, which consisted of like traditional fine arts as well as like marketing and graphic design. And then I went on to work for like a few small design agencies, but ultimately I spent the majority of my design career working for my, my, older, my old church uh, for a good eight years. Um, started off as a graphic designer, then marketing assistant, and then went from there to marketing manager and then ultimately project manager. 
So I absolutely loved it. It was like my dream job because it involved both my love for art and my love for God. Um, mm. I actually started there as a volunteer for like two years prior. So I really had been working there for like, you want to count all the years, 10 years. Um, wow. But I loved it. And, I, you know, I learned so much. And that's actually where I met you, Jessica. And <laughs> you have been, you know, such a blessing in my life when I first met you. And I don't even think you realize how much your your presence alone inspired me to believe more in myself. And you always saw mm-hmm. something in me that I didn't see. Um, and it was at the church where I developed some of my closest friendships, you know, with you and Keelan and Sadea and DJ and everybody. Our whole team was always really great at inspiring, you know, inspiring each other to be greater and to dream bigger. Um, and it was the team who helped me to pursue my passion of illustration. And it was y'all who encouraged me to really engage the kids with my children's book and my art. And then that's where Skyheart was birthed. Um, and this is what eventually led me into becoming an art teacher. Because um, at that point, I just wanted to give back. I wanted to share my experiences with the kids. And not only did I want to share my knowledge of art with them, I really wanted to share my love of Jesus with them. And I didn't have to like, you know, beat it over the head, you know, with the Bible, because, you know, they took, you know, they've taken prayer and stuff out of schools, but right. just showing them, you know, how to love each other, how to show kindness to each other and respect each other, because, it, you know, this is really, really lacking um, in a lot of these public schools. Um, and so, yeah, that's, so that's where I'm at. I love that. I love that. That's, so that's a mouthful. So I'm going to back up a little bit and kind of walk us back through that. So, okay, coming straight out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, like you said, you had design and, and um, illustrating as a hobby. So did mm-hmm. you, at what point was there a shift? I know you said, well, one, how did you pick dentistry? <laughs> and two, <laughs> at what point, like, were there things that was like, this is not it? And then was there, you know, things that were happening? I know God sometimes will send signs that'll be like, no, I'm gonna move you in this direction. Right. And things that were kind of making it clearer and clearer for you. Or, you know, how did you kind of stumble upon it? I know there's, there's got those God moments. Did you have any of those during that time? Yeah, well, dentistry came about, I had braces. I was in high school, okay. I had braces. <laughs> <laughs> and I would go to the dentist. I was like, it would just look in my mouth really quickly. And like, okay, you're good. Let's do this, that, and the other. I'm like, that's it. And, you know, mm-hmm. they, you know, I'm like, okay, this is a good profession. And I love, uh, you know, science and chemistry and biology. And those are all the, you know, prerequisites prerequisites into getting into that. So I said, maybe I can do this. Um, but when we visited the School of Dentistry at Baylor, <laughs> <laughs> and we got to see them actually, you know, do hands-on and what it involved and what you had to do first before you get to be an orthodontist, these are all the, you know, the steps yeah. and you have to do before. I was like, I don't, I can't do this. Why did I think I wanted to do this? So I immediately was like, let me just get out of there. And plus some of my classes I wasn't really doing too well in because I didn't really enjoy it as much as I thought I did. In high school, right. it was fun. But some of my teachers kind of deterred me from like, I don't even think I want to keep doing this. Um, yeah. So then I got out of that. And like I said, I went into physical therapy. I've always had this thing for like biology and mm. science and the and the and anatomy and stuff like this. So I was going to do into get into physical therapy. And um, again, it, it was just my passion wasn't there. My grades, like you saw it through my grades. So I was like, this yeah, is not really what I wanted to do. And I was struggling and I was. And while I was struggling, I was sketching. Like that was my that was my peaceful zone. That's what I did to escape. And so I just say, you know what? Maybe I just need to pursue art. And I never really looked into it until I got into. I've always thought it was just a hobby. It was just something on the side. I never thought that could be a career. Yeah. Um, so, but when I looked at all the things they offered, all of the opportunities that would be out there, you know, once I graduated, I was like, I wish I would have thought about it sooner. Mm, that's good. What was that conversation like? I know, you know, it's interesting. I think. I don't know if it's necessarily um, black culture, um, but I think a a lot of my friends and people that I know have experienced that when you think 
and maybe I won't say black culture, I think just people in general, um, there's mm-hmm. this idea that the the arts and things like that, that doesn't make you money. You need to do like a real job and you can do this other stuff on the side, but the real job, you know, hence the, I'm going to be a dentist or I'm going right. to, you know, there's this thing that's right in front of you that you just have a super passion for, but it, it's only, it only feels like it can amount to a hobby. And I, and I love that you were able to make that shift, but so many people I, I know that just don't like, you know, they have a natural knack for whatever it is, whether that's, you know, gardening or pottery mm-hmm. or just, you know anything really uh and it just becomes like this side thing so what is your thoughts on um making i would say making your purpose your your like your main source of income or like trying to make money a profit from your your purpose is that something that just kind of happens or do you think that this is something that we should start out doing like knowing and doing and saying hey i can move forward with this and, and you know giving it a go does that make sense yeah, I think I my thing is your purpose does not have to lie with, within your nine to five. It does not have to be your nine to five. Yeah. So I, I learned that. So um just kind of experimentation, just trying to see, you know, trying to get into thinking looking at things that you think you may want to get into. Um I just learned that it's just not um what you think you're what you what you were passionate about does not have to be your everyday nine to five right. job. Because I learned that sometimes when it becomes that it's not, it, it, it turns your, it turns from your passion to something that you hate. Um, yeah. So I had to give, go through a lot of that to get to where I am. And I had to learn that uh, a lot of struggling, like, I don't think I want to do this because I'm not enjoying it. And you kind of have to find your niche, your niche or whatever, like, mm-hmm. you know, find that thing that like, it, although I'm, I like art, there was a certain type of art that I liked. So mm. the, the clients that I were getting were, it, they were asking me for things that I was, I was too broad. And so they were like, can you do this? And can you do that? And can you make this flower? And can you do that? And I was like, I can, but I really didn't enjoy it. And so right. once you kind of hone in on what you really good at and then, you know, focus on that, then it can, it can turn into a nine to five. But my thing is don't focus on that. Don't try to make it that. Because like I said, I'm an art, my full time is an art teacher. And yeah. I, I just love being around kids. I love just inspiring kids. And I do my freelances on the side. And that gives me the most joy. Like I feel, and it's it's, it's different from each, for each person. Like mm-hmm. I'm, the, I learned that I'm not the, I can't, I'm not the entrepreneur or entrepreneurial type. Like I can't, for me, I can't be the admin and the marketing team and the, cause that's what right. it takes. Like when you're doing right. this stuff, you know, by itself, you gotta be, you gotta be all those things. And Absolutely. I don't, I can't, nor do I want to be. So my, <laughs> my, my being a teacher gives me the security I need. It gives me the joy that I need gives me the purpose that I need. And then doing my art freelance gives me the freedom that I need to do it when I want it on my terms, when I feel inspired to, without worrying about, um, you know, where my, you know, where, how am I going to pay my bills? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love, um, and I think I'm, I am figuring out a lot of that over the last couple of months, just there's work that I've done or like I'm doing again, like you said, I can do it. And I, I'm gifted in, in that way, but I'm not passionate about it. And it's making it, you know, it's, it's draining energy as opposed to giving energy. And mm-hmm. so what I'm finding is, and I, and, and I think there's a lot of people that make that, that this, that can make that decision where it's like, it feels like you're giving up sometimes, especially when you're mm-hmm. in that space and you're like, you know, if you're trying the full-time freelance, the full-time entrepreneurship yeah. and 
you know, you feel like giving up and like going to get that job, you know, having to go back right. to the nine to five or whatever. It feels like, you know, you've lost or whatever, but it right. may just be that, like you said, there's opportunities for you to still to do both, both and, right. and be successful yeah. in both areas. And, and it's just finding what works best for you. I think right. there's no one size fits all when it comes to these things, especially when it comes to your purpose. And it, and it, and it, it shows up in different ways. I think you still very much are are living that purpose out in your, you know, your full-time job with the elementary mm-hmm. school. I know yeah. um, so much of what you do, like you said, like you love to connect with children and a lot of your artwork and stuff kind of reflects that as well. So this mm-hmm. was just almost a natural fit for you and you get to just live that out in so many different ways. So I, I really, really love that. Um, a little bit uh, before this, when you were talking, kind of talking through, you know, how everything kind of came to be, you mentioned a lot in several, several instances, um, how other people kind of influenced you or, um, kind of helped you to see things within yourself. Mm -hmm. And I, and I also believe that that is so important having the right people around you. So tell me a little bit about, or like, the importance of that for you uh, and a little bit more about how that has shaped your vision of yourself and what you do and, you know, what life was like prior to having those people and then having those kinds of people in your life. Well, before I mean, it really, you really can't see who you really are. It once you're on the inside, like it's kind of takes people on the outside to kind of look and look at you and tell, you know, what type of person, what kind of personality, you know, that you have and what kind of person you are on the inside. Um, like we'll say with you and with, with the rest of the team, um, y'all just saw something in me and I, and I knew it. I just, I didn't fully believe it. I didn't fully embrace it. And it, I kind of needed, you kind of need your, your team to kind of pump you up a little bit. You yeah. still should have that inner confidence, but I think having, having a good community and having people by your side and people who, uh, see greater things in you um, is definitely necessary and definitely needed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I um, I had to learn that as well. I think, you know, growing up, you have friends that are, you know, you have the same, they're almost chosen for you, you know, especially in school, mm-hmm. like at school age, you know, you're in the same classroom, you know, you go to the same school or you may be in the same after school activity. So it's just kind of a natural, okay, we share these interests. But as you get older, you start to really select those friends and it's based on different kind of, you know, qualifications. And Mm -hmm. I think for a while, um, and not to say that I think I needed every friend that I've had in different seasons, just depending on where I was at in life to to guide me. Um, But the kind of people that I've surrounded myself with as an adult, I feel like have really just shaped who I am in right. so, so many, you know, huge ways. Things and have shown me things about myself that I wouldn't have otherwise known had I not sought out those people or you know those relationships, those conversations, those things. So I I definitely agree with you. It's super important to have that because without it, um, you know, you're missing out on the levels that you can take yourself and the, yeah. the the transformations that can happen within you. Because a lot of finding your purpose is discovering more about who you are. And right. so it's not necessarily always about doing and trying more so than it is about reflecting about what's right. already within you. Because like you said, you know, you were illustrating, you know, as a child. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let me, well, this is how, as far as when it comes to purpose and all that stuff, another thing that really helped me was just really... Um, God, you know, just spending more time with God, uh, working at the church definitely helped me with that. Um, you know, I've done my, sh- also I've done my share of personality and, um, uh, spiritual gifts tests, 
uh, as you know, you know, working for the church, they they were real big on helping you discover yourself and finding a position that fits your personality and your skill set. Um, so that definitely helped. And even though like the tests um, were never really 100% on the money, um, I do believe that they helped to at least put me on the right path to discovering myself. Um, mm. And just looking within myself and praying and asking God what my purpose is and really, really looking at the things I was passionate about. Um, additionally, I read like uh, the Purpose Driven Life. Uh, yeah. I read that maybe 15 years ago. Um, and it was an absolutely great book. I read it during a time when I was like really struggling about, you know, who I was and what I was meant to do. And, you know, it all made sense at the time, but I still had a ways to go of really just, you know, really just embracing. I, I still had doubts. Right. And I don't think I truly discovered my purpose until like really recently, I mean, a few years ago. Um, and what I discovered and what I really, truly think everyone's purpose is, or at least every Christian, is that our purpose is to love God, um, to love yourself and to love others. And that's what like, that's how I built Sky Heart. Because when I finally, to me, that's that was my realization. That's that's why I'm here. And that's why I believe a lot of really every Christian is here. I believe we're here to, we're created to glorify God. We're here to spread the gospel. I believe we're here to be the best versions of ourselves, to let God's light shine through us um, so that we can love on and help other people. So I believe our purpose is the same, but I believe the way in which we do it is different for each person. So like for me, it's art and it's teaching. And for you, it's storytelling. For someone else, it may be being a doctor or a lawyer or a janitor or a cashier. And I think we can glorify God and love ourselves and love on other people in each of those professions. Um, so what we're really looking for is our passion. So we want to like, you know, seek out things, seek out like what you're good at, what you're, what you're passionate about. But as far as right. purpose, I think that's our purpose. I, I, th I feel like I spent too much time. I spent a majority of my adult life figuring out, trying to figure out what my purpose was. So I'm, I'm officially at the point where I'm done asking myself that question because um, I struggled with that a lot. And um, I just, I, it wasn't until I gave it all to God and told, you know what, I'm tired of trying to figure everything out on my own. And once I started doing that, that's when he kind of opened up my eyes and revealed himself to me. And that's when I, it all made sense. That's when that book, The Purpose Driven Life, finally clicked because it talked about those mm. things. And I think when I first read that book, I was looking for this one thing. I was looking for, well, that's, that's not it. You know, I'm looking for this <laughs> end all yeah. be all. But it was really, it's just, it's just, God is my purpose, like to love him and to love other people. Um, and I think we have to be careful not to spend too much time looking on like the next big thing or what's the next job or what's the next level I need to get to and just focus on the now. There's purpose in the now. So that's, mm. yeah, that's my big take. God was really played a big part in my purpose. Oh, that's good. That's so good. Um, so, you know, people, I hear people say that a lot, like, um, you know, it's definitely common in the church, you know, I gave it to God or give it to God and go to sleep or give it to God. Mm. And like, so what does that look like for, what did that look like for you tangibly? Like, were you, you know, uh, fasting every day or like, what were some things that you did to help you? Because I know oftentimes, especially when things are real heavy or if you're in a certain predicament or, you know, you're tired of this, this yeah. job, I know, you know, we've kind of experienced some similar things where it's just like, I, I know I need to move, but I, you know, I'm terrified or I don't know what the next step is. There's a, there's a faith step that I need to take and, yeah. you know, you keep taking it on. So what were some of those things that you did um, in that season for you where you were, there was a season of uncertainty? What were some of those things that you did to kind of get you through that and to really release what, what was happening um, with you to God? I just got more consistent with my Bible study. I started putting him first. Like I really mm. just made him a priority. 
Like there was nothing else more important. I would get up and check my phone, <laughs> check my email <laughs> before I said, let me get this out the way first, guys. And then, then we can have our, you know, have our study time. So I just flipped that. And I had, I started having my Bible study first and started putting him first. And I mean, it was really through the Holy Spirit. He just revealed certain things to me and he just, he gave me his desires. Like he gave mm. me the desires of his heart. Um, mm. they, they became my desires. And it was really just to, and I, like I said, I knew what my gifts were. And I, I think I was just, I don't know, I was just looking for this big thing. What is this thing I'm supposed to do in life? And it's really just take care of your family. Just be there for your husband and your and your child and be there for those kids or be there for that coworker. It, wherever you are, you can't, like, you don't deserve to be where you are right now. So just be, be blessed Come and on. be grateful for yeah. where you are. Um, stop looking for the next best thing. Stop trying to because at the end of the day, it's his purpose. It's like, whatever my purpose is, he's already, orchestrated. he's just putting me, he's just putting, I'm a puzzle piece. So he's just putting me into place. Like, it's not like mm-hmm. I created this purpose or, you know, it's something I'm doing for him. This is just something he wants to include me in because he's my father. He wants to show me his ways. And so he's just including me in his process. So I just really literally just started doing my Bible study. I started journaling, um, being transparent and just giving it all. Like I would, I was a, a, I would worry all the time. Like when I had my, when Skylar, um, I would always worry about, you know, is she going to be okay? Is something going to happen? I had all these little scenarios that just kind of just came out of nowhere. I started giving that all to God because that started like hindering me from doing my work and I would worry about her too much. So just really just giving her to God, like she's not mine. I, I now understand that whole thing about, you know, if you want to be my disciple, you need to hate your mother, hate, you, you know, hate, you know, that, yeah. the whole hate your family. It's just, they don't belong to me. They're his. And with this world we're living in today, like you can, I want you to have them because I, I'm, this world is, is not my permanent home. Cause I used to always think about, you know, something tragic happened. That was like one of my biggest fears. Um, something like tragically happening to my family or something, just giving it to him. If something happens, they're in a better place because this world and what we're dealing with right now is not worth it. It's not worth all the worry. I, you know, so just, just giving yeah. it to him physically, mentally, spiritually. And it takes, it takes a minute. Um, mm-hmm. That prayer, that prayer class that we had. Yeah. It helped a lot. Absolutely. That was another thing that got me closer, just um, learning how to pray and uh, you know, starting out with being grateful and all that stuff. Just, yeah. So that helped a lot. I love that. Um, yeah, I think, it, like you said, and, and I'm glad you touched on it, just there's so much uncertainty in this time. And it's almost kind of even hard to focus on, you know, right. what should I be doing? You know, oh, well, we're asking ourselves right. the questions like, what should I be doing in this season? And, you know, how can I make an impact? Um, you know, what what do I need to do to be a part of this movement? And I think we are we there's a lot more like sitting and listening and hearing from God that we need to do in order to move forward effectively. Because if we get out there and, you know, and trying to create these spaces or these um, rallies or whatever, you name it, um, we can do more detriment than we do good before we, if we move and act before we've actually heard from God. And I think that relates back to your purpose as well. It's important to hear from him um, and to be, you know, and, and again, he doesn't give you the step by step, like, oh, he, right, sometimes no. he does, and, and, you know, certain instances, of, but there's still time that needs to be spent so that you can right. be equipped when you're moving forward in those spaces and right. that you're actually um, sensitive enough to hear 
yeah when he does direct you in those times because oftentimes it does he does talk to you on the move you know we right. talk about the uh what is that is it Habakkuk the two two the you know write the vision make it plain so right you yeah. read on the run and mm-hmm. I love that scripture because of that because you are actively moving and moving forward but there's right. also an intentionality about hearing from him and making sure that you know the vision one is from him and right. then two that you're following it the way that he's called you to do that so I love that yeah um Okay, so what do you what do you feel like? You know, the title of this is Black Girls of Purpose. That's the organization, mm-hmm. foundation. Um, what does it mean for you to be a black girl with purpose? It for me, it means to be a servant of God. That's mm-hmm. that's my purpose. I, I am I am a to be God's disciple. Um, that's my purpose. That's why I'm here um, to do whatever He needs me to do. Um, to love on whoever he needs me to love on, to pray for for whoever he needs me to pray for. Um, like I said, prayer was a was a really big issue for me, um, and I didn't see I didn't see any purpose in it. I didn't I I thought whatever was going to happen is going to happen anyway, whether I pray for it or not. Um, and so, mm-hmm. but he's really brought prayer into my life in a in a very strong way, and he and he speaks it through his word and through like my Bible study. Um, but to me, it's just being confident in confident in Christ, knowing who you are and whose you are, um, and being unapologetic and just and just living your life to the to the fullest each day, like every day, because you just never know. It could be your last day. So just taking each day step by, you know, one day at a time. Yeah. It's good to plan, but you really have to seize the day. Like that. Mm-hmm. I know that's a that's a cliche carpe diem, but you have to when they, you just have to. Yeah. Because you just never know. That's good. So you mentioned um, a little bit. And I, we haven't talked much about, it, so I want to want to hear a little bit more about what it is that you do with the illustrations. I know you <laughs> just recently over the well, you've been doing it. I know since I've known you, but even more recently over the last couple of months, been doing the random acts of kindness where you're you know mm-hmm. leaving a note. Kind of how did that get started, or where did that kind of <laughs> stem from? And you know what? Do you, tell tell them what you do when, when it comes to that. It came from my introvert side of, <laughs> of me like I said God has really been he's really been speaking to me and when he does I feel so inspired to do things but because I'm such I'm very quiet it's hard for me to walk up to people and say things it's hard for me to walk up and pray for people or and I've always admired that but I've only been able to do that in groups of people like when we had like our make a difference days and stuff at church or stuff like that right but he's put it on me so heavily. I'm like, I have to figure out how I can do it my, you know, in my own way. Right. Um, and that again, it's, it's the same purpose is to, you know, love God, love, you know, love myself and love on others, but in my own, in the gift that he's given me. So what I do is I, I just write little kind notes. Like I, I design them. I, I mean, I get my daughter involved. We write little notes, we color them. Um, and they're just little random sheets of paper. We may paint them. And we just lay them out for somebody to see. I don't put my name on it. Um, I just leave it out and, and I pray over it. And I just hope that somebody, whoever sees it, it was meant for that person to see it. And I truly believe that whoever finds it, it was meant for that person to find it. Because I put myself in that position. Like, what if I was just having a bad day and I'm in the grocery store and there was just this little note and it said, God is with you or um, cast all your worries, you know, to God. And, you know, um, he, you know, he will never leave you or forsake you. If I saw that. I, you know, to me, that would bring me close to God. And if I, you know, or if I wasn't close to God, that would, that would, that would spark something. And that's all right. I, that's all I want. Cause 
I guess that's I guess that's that's something that I know would touch me. So I guess I'm just kind of just passing that forward to those who are maybe, uh, you know, like me. And then I did this. I have the shirts where I had to put how can I pray for you on, on actually on the shirt? Because it's hard. Like I said, again, it's hard for me to actually come up to somebody <laughs> yeah. and say, how can I pray for you? So I put I, I have a shirt and says, how can I pray for you on the front? And it says it on the back. And I wear it when I go to like, you know, grocery stores or anytime I'm going shopping and I just kind of peruse the aisles and or when I'm in line. Um, and again, I pray before I leave because I don't I want to make sure I'm intentional. I don't want to be on my um, on my phone or I don't want to have my earpods in. I just so they'll know if they if, if they do. And I've had like several requests and it's, it's such a blessing. And they, you know, oh, there's a lot awesome. of people that need prayer and I take their names down. I'm getting I'm trying to get to the point where I can do it in public, where I can pray in public. I'm, I'm almost there. Yeah, um, but I use I take out my little my little book and I suddenly write your name down and you know just you know who am I praying for and they they'll start talking and and I just say you know thank you God and I take that home with me and it's it's part of my my morning um my morning devotional time is to pray for uh, other people uh, so yeah oh that is I just love that you're my friend I really do like God is just so good he's so intentional because you know as much as you said that I, that I inspire you you inspire me um just as a woman of God as a mother you know as a wife I mean even though I'm not there Lord me and the Lord and, and talks about this husband thing but you know just even in how you serve it, others and just people that you don't even know and the way that you show up for them is just it is beautiful to see. And so this is just another, again, testament to the goodness of God and how he has just shown up in your life and it's just overflowing and pouring into others. So I love that. Um, how can we support you? Like what, what are some things, you know, are, do you have a website that we can go to? Is there anything that you, any initiatives that you'd like us to help join in on? You know, do you need some notes from us for random acts of kindness? What, how can we support you in your efforts? Well, right now, um, I don't know. I'm very bad at marketing. That's again. That's why I <laughs> marketing. That's why I don't do it. Um, I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm, uh, my handle is at Skyheart Illustration. Um, I have a website which is um, Skyheart.org, um, and I sell prints. So um, that if, if, if there's anything, is to to purchase a print because I use the proceeds to uh, I donate. Uh, one of the big things I like to donate to is the homeless shelters. Mm. Um, so I take a portion of that and I get, I donate to them. So if there is anywhere that you can help me is in, in person, uh, purchasing a print, I have five by sevens, I have eight by tens and they're 10 and $15. So they're not, they're not much. Um, I've also just got an amazing opportunity to work with a organization called print, pray, slay, and they are, uh, Bible journalers and oh, what they awesome. do is, and it's kind of the same kind of follows along with what I kind of do now as far as just kind of creating little illustrations to help me um, with my Bible journaling and little notes that I sit out like again you know for people to randomly get um, so they have all these cute little um, scriptures and illustrations and they have the uh, the tutorials online of how you know how to get into it because I used to I, I, I wasn't really into it um, until you know until recently so it's, mm. it's a really um good way to get closer to God. And it's really fun way to, to journal in your Bibles. Um, so I recently uh, came on as one of the team illustrators. And so you can follow them and you can see some of my kits there. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Okay. And then don't, don't forget that my friend is in barnesandnobles.com. Oh. Uh, she, she has a book. So let's not, let's back it up. Okay. Right. <laughs> yes. I have a book that I wrote. Who was that? I was about, that was 2015. Mm -hmm. uh, inspired by my daughter. It's called I Love You Anyway. 
and, and you can find it on barnesandnoble.com. Um, you can buy it online. Uh, it's no more. I think it's what sixteen ninety nine, so it's not much. Um, but yeah, it's just about loving your child, no matter what they get into. As my child is looking at me through the door. Anyway. <laughs> Listen, and I <laughs> had to wait on me to come so that, that is a perfect book. It's, it's it really is a beautiful book, and she did all the illustrations, she did mm-hmm. the story, all of that. So y'all, please support my friend. This is just she's phenomenal. You can check out her work online on Instagram on her website, and we'll drop all that information in the sh- show notes as well. Um, is there anything else you want to say or anything that you just, you know, have on your heart that you want to share with the audience? Um, I would say, I guess just to reiterate what I, uh, reiterate what I said earlier and just for those who are seeking their purpose, just not to spend too much time worrying about it, um, but to focus more on God. To me, he is your purpose. And when you find him, you'll discover your passion, you'll discover your gifts, your talents um, and the things that he's given you to feel to fulfill his purpose which again is to glorify him and to love on his people. Um, and some people may not agree and they, you know, they think it's, it's much more to that and it, it can't be that simple, but it's, you know, it's, 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 it's it really is. Feel. <laughs> and my thing is God's intention is not to make our purpose, finding our purpose hard. You know, your purpose right. isn't some needle in a haystack. It's God and he's right in front of you. Um, mm-hmm. We just have to do our part in removing the veil. You know, he's right there. Your purpose is in front of you. God is your purpose. Look there and you'll find everything else will fall into play. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. This was yeah, awesome. Yeah. I loved everything. Um, like I said, we will drop all the information in our show notes. Thank you again for tuning in. We will be back next week. And thank you again, Bree, for allowing me to take the time to um, just to, to fill in in your spot and stand in the gap while you're getting some good rest over this last month. And Bree will be returning the first week of July. So uh, you'll catch me one more week and um, then we'll be done. But thank you guys. Um, have a great day. Ooh, Purpose Peeps. I hope that episode blessed you as much as it blessed me. That quote at the end, your purpose is not a needle in a haystack. It's God and it's right in front of you. I feel like if you didn't take anything away from today's episode, definitely take that because I think we do sometimes feel like God's trying to hide stuff from us or he's trying to make us strive to get to what it is that he's called us to do. But like Nikisha said, when you seek God, you find everything you need. That's the basis of Matthew six thirty three. And so I hope that you guys enjoy that episode. I hope that you will go and support Nikisha's work at skyheart.org. And like she said, she gives a portion of proceeds to homeless shelters. And so we definitely want to um, support her in that way. I actually got on here because I I shared something with our email list. So if you're not on our email list, you need to go and get on our email list right now, blackgirlsofpurpose.org forward slash join. But we reached 1500 followers last week on Instagram and you know some people like I'm not into the numbers I'm not doing it for that and I'm not doing it for that but I do like numbers because for me more numbers represent um having a larger reach and we have so many phenomenal women in our community and so for it's also not just a blessing for me it's more exposure for these women that we feature on the podcast and for our future guests and for people we feature in our act community and so it's all about not just black girls of purpose but the entire black girls of purpose organism really right so um that's really why i'm so excited about it and i'm celebrating our 1500 followers uh, by doing a couple of things 
So if you're on our email list, you need to go and check your email because there's actually people who are on our email list are actually getting a third benefit. But I'm, I'm going to share with you guys here on the podcast two things that we're doing. So one thing that we're doing is that we are offering $15 classes so there are a few a couple classes on there that this applies to the how to create your own online workshop class is $15 and then your how to create your own podcast class is $15 now that's normally $159 but we've marked it down to $15 in celebration of our 1500 followers and then the next thing that we've done is that we've marked off everything in the black girls of purpose shop to get 15% off so all you have to do is enter promo code 15 at checkout and that will apply to your whole cart so it's not just on shirts or it's not just on books it's on everything that's on the website so definitely go check out blackgirlsofpurpose.org forward slash shop enter promo code 15 to get 15% off your entire purchase and then grab a couple of those $15 courses because I think they would be a huge benefit I know that many of the women here in our community have a desire to start a podcast and since some of us are still quarantining uh, this is a great time to really Really push forward in the message that God has given you and I am like no there are no holds barred in that class I share how to get started how to market your podcast how to decide what it is that you even want to talk about how to get um, different people on your podcast like I even share some emails that I used whenever I pr- uh, promoted my podcast so it's just a really great resource um, and then obviously how to monetize your podcast because that's something that a lot of people are interested in and so whether you're starting small or you have big dreams for your podcast um, I think that that would be a really great resource for you so again go over to blackgirlsofpurpose.org forward slash shop and you click the courses tab uh, under shop then that will take you straight there and you'll be able to get those $15 courses. But you guys, I love you so much. I am so grateful for Jessica and how she's connecting with you guys each week. Uh, As you can hear, I'm feeling so much better spiritually, uh, mentally, and I'm excited about what God's doing as we continue in 2020 because y'all, we still have many days left. And so I hope that you're staying encouraged, that you're taking care of yourself, that you're taking care of others, uh, that you're loving God and loving others like uh, Nakisha talked about in this episode. And And God willing, we will talk to you real soon.